All right, so it's Kyle McLean from Pilosity and as usual, James Reed from Dinsmore. You are Michigan Sherm president this year. We've not done one of these for ages and it's all my fault, right? It's uh, it's all been on me. I've been, I've been totally slacking in my podcasting responsibilities. How have you been? I've been well and I'm super excited that uh, we can start getting out in person and the weather turned and I'm ready to uh, see people. Everybody's ready to just get out. Did you see <laughs> Did you see about that poor boy in, in California? He's 19 years old and he, he advertised he was going to do a party and he thought 40 people were going to show up and 3,000 people showed up. Did it's, you see that? There is a demand. That's why we made the uh, Michigan Sherm Conference fully live this year. Yep. My, my, my favorite part of that was uh, when he sent a message to his mom and dad went, sorry, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, sorry, I don't know what to do. Which brings us to our point today about sometimes you don't know what to do is getting professional help. This kid, when he did this, when he got this whole party thing going, he reached out to some well, professional event plans and reaching out to him going, did you know what you're doing? He's like, I have absolutely no idea. I am, I'm in big fat trouble. So we've all been in that, well, not all of us, but a lot of us have been in a position before where all of a sudden we realize we're in big fat trouble work-wise, either current position or trying to find a new one or finding ourselves needing a new one. And we don't know where to start. I mean, how many, there's a lot of people that can give professional help. You're one of them. So how do you counsel people when they reach out to you and go, uh, I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> What happens? You know, I I love playing a chessboard that's already, you know, partially set up. I, you know, I call it chess tactics and identifying the next best move, but it's way better for this individual if they reach out earlier on in the process and hmm. plan the separation on day one and not solely plan it when they're they need a new job right away. Right. And as many executives need, you know, six months to a year to find another executive position. Right. And you don't always get that much notice. So you're better off negotiating a, an employment agreement on the front end that gives you that transition period. People that negotiate that on the front end, how often do you see that happening? Is it a more common occurrence now? It's very common. Uh, I would say just about any key employee or any executive, they don't even need to negotiate. I'm seeing that standard in their employment agreements where they're saying, if we terminate you without cause, you'll get a severance period. And it ranges essentially from, you know, three months to over a year is the, the range. And that way, uh, both sides feel comfortable that the employee will be able to find the new opportunity. And likewise, I see a lot of employers ask the executive to give you know, three months plus notice so that uh, it can be a smooth transition on both sides. So what position in HR or is there any position in HR that should not try and do something like this? Like should a generalist go, you know what? I'm going to be taking a chance coming to your organization. Is it rude for them to ask for something like this during an interview process? You know, uh, it depends on who I represent. <laughs> um, I, I think that really, unless you are, you know, valued at the C-suite level, 
I think it's more unlikely to get any type of guaranteed severance package, but I am seeing a lot of companies, um, especially for professionals, it's, it's a small world. Instead of saying there's the door, they might notify them while they're still employed. This isn't working out on either side. Maybe start looking, but still work with us, you know, until you find your next opportunity. I'm seeing that as the norm. So a lot of people that provide notice they have a new job or that they resigned, this could have been planned three to six months prior. You just find out later on. Yeah. Now for people that aren't at that level and go, I don't know if I could have deep enough pockets to hire James as my personal lawyer. What avenues did they have for, for reaching out? I, I, like I was, someone reached out to me today, this morning on LinkedIn and said, Hey, I'm looking, do you know of any spots? And I probably get like one of these a week and I sell software to HR and payroll departments. I'm not a headhunter, but I know someone who is. How, how much more prepared do you think everyone should be and have one of those people in their back pocket? I think that everybody needs to have at least five trusted advisors on their you know, wheelhouse, uh, the spoke on the wheel, I'm into cycling. And uh, I prefer to have 10 trusted advisors with different specialties and different networks. And that team is essential because I read a statistic that over 80% of executive jobs are solely found by word of mouth. So 80%. So you're not gonna find those you know, solely uh, on social media and on Indeed and LinkedIn. You need to hear word of mouth from another friend and executive. And a lot of us have friends at a lot of companies and we hear what positions when people are also looking, they, they call us as well and say, do you know anybody that we could connect them with? So I, I see it going both ways. What I see is, is a problem is that if this employee ignored all of the trusted advisors for the last 10 years and just are all of a sudden showing up to events just for, so they can find the job for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, those people, you know, stand out like a, a red thumb. And I think that you can't build your network overnight and you have to kind of tender it, you know, over, I believe in five touches a year with people that you trust and respect. And if you're not touching base about five times in a year, uh, it's probably, um, you know, a, a non-heartfelt uh, relationship. It's more a, a using relationship that uh, is not a long-term strategy. That's a really good point. So five trusted advisors getting five personal touches a year. Yep. And again, we say this every time we do one of these, join Michigan Sherm or get involved in a local chapter, right? It's not that expensive. And it's, it's worth the investment in your own, I mean, what is it? A couple hundred dollars to invest in your own career and your own livelihood? I mean, most of these journalists are bringing in 65000 a year and up, right? So right. For small $200 investment, a local chapter, this is, this is huge. You don't You'll have, have your five touches pre-planned for you. It's turnkey. Yeah. Yeah, right. They're always sending me something to go visit. Oh, we're doing another virtual networking event. But now, in person and, drum roll, Grand Rapids this year is happening, right? In person. Absolutely. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And Crystal Mountain in August uh, for any HR professional that wants to come. Oh, Crystal Mountain's really pretty. In August? 
Yes. Okay, that's a good time to go. It'll, it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. All right. So again, HR professionals, anyone seek out professional help. There's a lot of reach out to me and James will point you in the right direction. Right. There's a couple of people who do really good work. They're not going to charge you a huge fee. Right. They're yeah, I think a lot of people um, just want to be a center of influence and connect you. And, and I think, you know, connectors end up building goodwill and it helps everybody. Yep. Got to give before you get and the people we know will be more than happy to give as much as they can. So so that's it. Just just this morning, I get just that kind of hit a nerve when someone else that had a really good or seemed to have a really good position going, I'm looking, do you know of anyone that's looking right now? And I'm like, Dude, you should know better. At your age and your position, you should you should have a couple of other people to reach out to. So, people, please start building your connections and your networks. Get get out to Michigan events, meet coworkers, peers, and, and expand it at a minimum your uh, LinkedIn connections and start building you know your relationships. Because when you're interviewing, it's way help more helpful to identify a few other people that you know know the people you know. Absolutely. All right. All right. We're going to try and keep this a little bit shorter. These All right. Days. So, it's uh, always 12 been fun. minutes. 12 Let's do minutes. it in the same room next time. What was it? That we can do our next one while we're together. Yeah. So we're, we're looking at putting together these, uh, these events. So there's a beautiful place in Farmington Hills. There's a, there's a, a professional chef that invites people into our home and we can do these really great gourmet meals. So uh, watch out for an invitation to join me and James and and kind of do some networking, meet some peers, have some wine and, and make a beautiful meal. Yeah. Looking forward to it. See you later. See you later. Okay.